Okay, I think we're live. I think so. I didn't pick music. We'll do that again. <laughs> That's All <fine>. right. <clears throat> Hello, friends, and welcome to the 66th episode of the Original Gamers Podcast. My name is Joel Watt, otherwise known as Obi Watt Kenobi, and today I am joined by Nolan Brown. Say hello. Hey, everybody. Patrick will be joining us later. Uh, Huge Cow Patty is normally with us, but... Today is just me and Icy White Falcon. So, anyway, um, today we are talking about Sly 2 Band of Thieves, which is the second game in the Sly Cooper trilogy, which you can get on PS3 or PS2 is the original console it was on. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about that later for right now. How you doing, Nolan? Uh, I'm all right. I had a kind of a busy two weeks. Um, Let's see. Friday, uh, two of my best friends got married, and awesome. uh, I got to be in. Actually, I was in the bridal party. Funny enough, <laughs> that's cool. I've done yeah. that because uh, well, originally I was on the I was a groomsman, and then people were saying that there were too many people in the wedding party, so they had to like trim down two people on each side. So unfortunately, I got cut from the groom side. And then uh, when uh, the bride was going through, um, she got. She got her too, and then like two more of her bridesmaids uh, weren't able to even make it to the wedding. Oh no! So me and my buddy got put on her side. <laughs> we got upgraded, so it was uh, so it was kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. That's um, kind of funny. Yeah, so that was a fun time. Um, then uh, let's see what else. Um, oh, it looks like finally we're going to have a, a new hire at my job, which will be nice. Get Take some of that stress off of me. Cause yeah, it's been, you've been under, yeah, under it's, what's the word? Understaffed <laughs> for a little while? Yeah, yeah, for, a, for about a, coming up on a month now. Hmm. Um, so it's, so that'll be nice. That hopefully should be this week or next week. Hey, Anifix. Um, she should be hired, which is cool because I already know who she is. Like I've I've known her for a little while now, um, so that's pretty good. Um, let's see what else is going on. Nah, that's that's about it. <laughs> Work stuff. Nothing. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. That that is that. Welcome to adult life. I know. <laughs> For our, for our younger listeners, uh, right now your life revolves around school and trying to graduate and get into a better school maybe and trying to graduate from that so you can get a good degree or whatever. Um, once you start working, that's all your life becomes about. You're like, yay, I get a paycheck. I can buy video games. Guess what? You're not going to have any time to play them because you're going to be working all the time. So true. <laughs> So, yeah, to welcome play. to adult life where work sucks. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, actually, I like my job. It's just, it's a little stressful sometimes. Stressful. Yeah. Uh, which, by the way, 
thanks for asking um my <laughs> my day was crazy i mean i've had a bit of a stressful week it's on and off for the last couple of weeks i thought this last week was not super stressful um on tuesday uh i had to record with my pastor the next wednesday's sermon so you know he he recorded on tuesday but then he taught a different message on wednesday the one we recorded on Tuesday was the one for the next week that he taught the next day. Um, that was utterly confusing. So <laughs> on Tuesday he recorded next Wednesday's service. Yeah, then so this Wednesday, Wednesday coming up. Okay, and so that Wednesday. wasn't super stressful. I just just had to make sure that you know the camera and the audio didn't fail um, during recording. Yeah. So so everything worked. You know, went for over an hour and it was all good. Um, but then come this morning. And, you know, the reason why we recorded Wednesday's message early is because he was going to be out of town. And we have a live radio show. And he doesn't want the radio show to be inconsistent with guest speakers. Um, so, but on Sundays, there yeah. is no live show. So it, it's okay to have guest speakers on Sundays. So, you know, we just, you know, brought in one of the pastors and he taught a topical message. And... Um, which is normal for most churches, I just realized. We we go through the Bible, <laughs> verse <laughs> by verse, with very Calvary Chapel style uh, expository. Um, Sundays is a little more topical than normal, but it's usually about one of the yeah. topics we're covering on Wednesday. You know, we cover a big chunk on Wednesday, and he picks a topic from that chunk, talks about it on Sunday. Anyway, since he wasn't there, that okay. didn't happen. Um, it was just a random topic that the, the other pastor chose. <sighs> anyway. Getting to the point of this story. <laughs> so, where do I begin? Oh, so before we recorded Wednesday's message, I mean, like immediately before, like two minutes, uh, he recorded uh, kind of an intro video for the pastor that was going to be teaching it, which coincidentally is his father in law. So, anyway, he's like, hey, everybody, I'm out of the town because, you know, I'm celebrating my anniversary with my wife and, you know, my father in law is teaching and, you know, her dad is great, so you're gonna love him. You've you've heard him before, uh, and you know typical stuff. And then he talked about you know what we're gonna learn on Wednesday, and just to kind of hook people, come make them come back, um, which which is normally what he does on Sunday mornings. He'll, he'll hook on Sunday morning and say you know this Wednesday we're talking about blah blah blah, um, and uh, so you gotta come back. And I totally totally forgot to cut that two minutes out and turn it into its own video, mm -hmm. and so the the administrative pastor who doesn't teach he comes up to me and he goes you have that announcement video ready and i'm sitting there i'm playing my my ds i don't have it with me but i i'm playing it and i look up in panic i'm like oh, i totally <laughs> forgot and i snap it shut <laughs> and i run over and i grab my macbook and i start frantically editing <laughs> and this is like two minutes before service starts and and i'm like oh no i don't know if i'm gonna get a ready time <laughs> and so you know they get service started and and i forget oh yeah of course you know we we start off with worship music because this is a normal church and so and so they're they're doing their worship music while the video is rendering and it finishes and i run out there with the usb stick and i plug it in to our our pro presenter computer and i have to wait for the set to finish and so then in like the transition period where everybody's meeting and greeting like, you know, I, I get it on the computer real go, quick. And, take a minute, go go talk to somebody and like introduce yourself. So. Yeah, yeah, that 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 part. 
So anyway, so I get it on the on the ProPresenter computer real quick and, and, and I'll get it loaded in ProPresenter. I'm like, okay, this should work. I don't didn't have any time to test it, but it should work. <laughs> and so we we <clears throat> the video plays or well, we had another announcement video before that. So you know, we start off announcements with uh, it's actually the pastor's wife talking about um uh women's ministry events coming up because again she's also out of town with him on their anniversary so you know so she has a video and she's like hey ladies come check out all these things da, da, da. and so that ends and so then the administrative pastor gets up there and he's like okay so here's all the other announcements and then now uh, here's our pastor with a vi another video and so it plays and everything goes off smooth first service you know the, the associate pastor gets up there and he teaches and it's great and and you know we always have a very short amount of time between first and second service because, um, yeah, second service is always super full and first service starts early and, you know, we don't want to, we don't have a big gap between services. Otherwise we'd have to start way even earlier. We don't want to, we don't want to be there at five thirty, So we start at eight so we can get there at six. <laughs> gotcha. No, no, I got, I get that. So, so, but then the next service is at nine thirty, And so it's like, we we have to have to have to get this service you know done you know like done 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 by nine fifteen so we have at least enough time to transfer over. At nine thirty one, the power went out on the whole block. I'm oh. not even kidding you. So oh. first service stressing so hard to get everything ready to go, and we barely made it in time. And then and then everything fell apart. It just, just, and it was out of my control. This is literally my nightmare to have uh -huh. all the power in the whole building go out at once. Okay. And, and thankfully, this was a choir Sunday. So uh -huh. we actually had uh -huh. enough volume for worship without amplification to, you know, actually fill the room with sound. Mm -hmm. And, and I mean, unfortunately, nothing was being broadcast to live stream. And you know, people in the in the video sanctuary venue would you know they they weren't getting anything, yeah. Um, but you know, at least people in the main sanctuary, you know, they could they could sing along. And of course, it was a song everybody knew. It's a good you know chorus song. Uh, oh, happy day! Oh so, yeah, yeah. So everybody's clapping along and having a great time. You know, this is how the church has worshipped for two thousand years. Who needs electricity? You know? Yeah. <laughs> and so, and so it was great. Um, but uh, I think once the second song started. Uh, power came back and so then it was a mad dash to try and get everything working properly and and the computers booted up and the tvs turned on and the cameras came back and you know the live stream was going out and and the um mics were working you know sound system everything but the signal splitters to get all the t the the feed from ProPresenter to its different look the uh, destinations those were freaking out because they weren't properly power cycled in order. They all turned off at once and they all turned on at once, which is not how they're supposed to work. Uh -huh. you, you have to kind of start at the source and turn on each splitter in sequence to the destinations. So, yeah. I, I, and by the time I realized why the screens weren't working properly, it, the sermon had already started. And so I just, there was no way I could get up there to fix it. <laughs> of course and so i had to wait for second service to end yeah then third service went went off without a hitch 
because we actually get 30 minutes between second service and third service. And That's so, nice. Yeah. So I went up there and power cycled everything properly. And yeah. Oh my gosh. Today was crazy. And so then, and then immediately after third service, our new worship pastor had kind of a luncheon to meet all the new people who were interested in serving in the worship ministry. I mean, th these are most of them were returning folks with our previous worship pastor who left under good circumstances. He just uh, felt the Lord calling him elsewhere. And, you know, we were okay with that, you know. Gotcha. We got to get a new one after a year and five months. But anyway, <laughs> um, so. So I had, to, I mean, didn't have to be there for that, but I wanted to be and I helped out. And then, you know, ended up staying later than I had planned. And then I was like, oh no, I've never played Sly 2 and I haven't played it all week. And and so I ran out to find a copy. And of course, Best Buy didn't have any used PS3 games anymore. They're completely current console. Yeah. And um. Yes, Anifix. My church has three services because we cannot house a thousand people in a three hundred seat auditorium. <laughs> Fortunately. <laughs> um, where was I going with this? So, best so buy then, is current consoles. So yeah, best my my Best Buy is current consoles only. No used PS3 games. So I go across the street to the GameStop, and they don't have any. Uh, they don't have this game. They have actually a pretty good selection of PS3 games. They just don't have this game, which is the Sly Collection, which is exactly what I wanted. But so then I was like, okay, the mall is you know 15 minutes if I if I rush. So yeah, I didn't really speed because I like my gas mileage so <laughs> so it takes me you know the normal yeah. time 20 minutes <laughs> and so and so i get there and i'm like okay the the, the classic game store is, is right here so i walk in the door and there is a conspicuously empty space where my memory oh. is telling me the game store should be i'm like did they move because it looks like they're closed permanently i hope uh -huh. they moved so i look at the directory and the directory says they're in this space and i'm like Okay, so I go to that space, which I'm thinking, I'm pretty sure I saw that number on the window that was empty. So I go there, and it's the same place. I'm like, dang it. Okay. So then I do a lap around the, um, the top part of the mall. I'm like, okay. Maybe they moved. I'm hoping beyond hope <laughs> that they moved. And they didn't move. I'm like, all right. Well, there's a GameStop in this mall, even though I passed two other GameStops all the way here. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's like, all right, I'm going to this GameStop. This is my last chance because I'm pretty sure that the classic game store in town, that's like 10 minutes from me, not even 10 minutes. It's like six minutes from me. I'm pretty sure they're permanently closed also. Like the last oh. three times I've been there, they the door was not open. Oh. The door was locked. So anyway. That's a shame. Yeah. So I go in and... One of the machines, the the card machine is not working. So that one is cash only. And so everybody with the card is at the other machine. And of course, that line is going right by the USP PS3 games. I'm just like, excuse me. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Pardon me. I need to get here. And that about that time, one of the supervisors is like, everybody, can you move over to this side? You know, which was actually in front of the, the register that was working. Uh, yeah. You know, so this, this area is for people who are browsing 
games and i was like i'm the only one browsing games so anyway and I'm, I'm digging through all the s's and i'm like it's not there it's not there it's not there and and so i get to the end of the row and i'm like well maybe it continues and oh, okay cool more s's and here it is at the back i'm like oh praise the lord so, <laughs> so then i get in this line and 15 minutes i texted you that picture of the game when i pulled it out of the, the shelf and i didn't get home until right when the show was supposed to start you did I, I got home right when the show was supposed to start. That's how long it took me to get through the line and drive home. No, so you can look at your phone. It was at like 4.12 or something, just over an hour ago. Oh, I, no. Okay, you sent it to the... Oh, that. sorry. Okay. I sent it to I'm like, Facebook. I didn't get a text. I okay. didn't, sorry. I'm like, what? <laughs> Wrong terminology. Same gotcha, gotcha. Same idea. But yeah, no I worries. sent that picture to the Facebook group. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And sorry for the panic attack from that early. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, Nolan texted like, me like right after four. He's like, hey man, are you ready? I was like, we started an hour. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> I'm like, seven his time. So I'm like freaking out, like, oh. And then obviously yeah, that's not the case. It's all good. So. so anyway, I actually had a pretty chill week up until today. I was dog sitting all weekend, which is super cool. These dogs were awesome. Like, one was a little yip-yip dog. He was a Maltese poodle, mm -hmm. which is a white little fluffy monster. And um, and he, he warmed up to me after the first day. He was cool. And the other dog, I don't even know what kind of dog this is. It, it's, it looks like a, a Rottweiler, but with a corgi's face. And it's brown and white <laughs> like a corgi. That's an image. Yeah. It's big <laughs> like a Rottweiler. Oh, okay. I mean, he's, he was probably 75 pounds. And he had the same texture of fur like a Rottweiler. It was not long like a corgi. It was it was short and thick, like a Rottweiler, oh. and he had a stubby tail, a little bit longer than a typical Rottweiler's tail, um, kind of like if a corgi had its tail cropped. Um, okay, but I mean the ears stuck up, it had long pointy snout, and he he was awesome. He was super chill inside the house, and when you let him out, he just would not stop playing. He was always about fetch. He he, and he was smart too. There were these little pedest pillars there were these short pillars they had a fence that was like tall enough to keep the little dog on the patio but the big dog would just jump right over it so anyway then there were these pillars on the side of the gate that were just barely taller than the fence and so he'd walk right up and he put his front paws on the pillars and he dropped the toy and look at you and as soon as you picked it up he would get into like that ready stance you know where his front yeah. is down his back is up and and tail goes and and he would never give up yes his short little stubby tail was going like this and <laughs> and he would never stop playing he would he would play until you threw your arm out mm -hmm. um so he was awesome and i i you know they paid me for the weekend and you know i just got to be home alone it was awesome and nice. then today happened it was not awesome and today i'm super stressed out yeah <laughs> yeah but okay. uh Normally, I ask Patrick how he was doing, but uh, he's not here. He's not so here. we'll talk to him later, hopefully. Yeah. If he shows up. And if he does, he'll probably explain yeah. uh, what's going on. But yeah. But yeah. So today, oh. we are talking about Sly Cooper 2 Band of Thieves. I think it's actually just called Sly 2, not Cooper. Is it Sly 2? I wasn't yeah. sure. I'm I, like, you put Cooper to... in the document, but it's it's just Sly 2. That's how I see yeah. it stylized here on the cover. Okay. So. Anyway, oh, well. that which is fine. Um, Sly two, Sly Cooper two. Everybody knows it. Yeah. Do 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 do. Everybody knows it. 
super strong dad. And anyway, um, <laughs> the, technically home star runner, but uh, so this game was developed by Sucker Punch Studios. Uh, if you don't know them, they made the first uh, Sly game. <laughs> they did. No, um, what other games have they made? Uh, um, your head? No. The only thing I can ever remember them from is base is just um, is Sly Cooper. I'm sure they've done other things, but like uh, found in 1997. Oh, Infamous. Okay. Uh, oh, that's right. Infamous. Rocket Robot on Wheels for the N64. That wonderful cult classic. Uh, it's a um, it's an action platformer like Banjo Kazooie and Super Mario 64, um, Collectathon. So, yeah, that's that's a fun little game. Weird little rolling mechanics. Yeah. yeah, they did Infamous on the PS3 and 4. Um, yeah, part of the platformer trio, which would include Naughty Dog and Insomniac. And have yeah. we talked about, other than Spyro, have we talked about any Insomniac games? Um, I think we've mentioned Ratchet and Clank. But we that. haven't done an episode on it. Um, I thought we did the first one. Yeah. Uh. Trying to think now. No, we haven't done Ratchet and Clank. No, we haven't. Okay. No. Yeah. And so, but we did Spyro One. So, yeah. As soon as Patrick gets his camera ready. <laughs> yeah. Now this anyway. this is it. it oh. I'm not I'm not pulling out my oh okay my lights See, and stuff. I I Ooh. I put up my green screen in 60 seconds. You should be oh, proud of yeah, it. Yeah, I have <laughs> I have to move my bed uh, and bring lights in the room and a whole bunch of other stuff. So uh, well, we, we just barely started talking about the game. So we can, yeah. we can kind of jump back for a second. And you, uh, how has your week been Patrick? Uh, it's been what good. It, it's been, it's been pretty good. Get doing a lot of planning cross forge gaming stuff. Um, anyone who's been following us very closely may know that, about not quite a month ago now, I guess, or maybe what's the date? I don't even know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Sometime a while back, uh, I and Josh and Jimmy were all in the same location. We were at Jimmy's place and we recorded an episode of Across the Forge that I've been working a lot on. So Across the Forge for anybody here who doesn't know is a show where I interviewed somebody um, and it, most of the time it's just me and the other person on Google Hangouts like we are right now, just talking. There's there's not a, a whole lot of production into it. But this one in particular um, is, is a good friend of Jimmy's. He's got a really, really awesome story and a ministry and a book that's coming out. Actually, I think the book's coming out this week. Nice. So that's why I, I, I needed to get this interview edited and looking as as nice as my ability to do so would allow. <laughs> so mm. I just wrapped that up today. Um, Adobe Premiere finished mixing it down maybe an hour ago. And I'll be uploading that to the CrossForge Gaming YouTube channel. I don't know when we're expecting to publish it. But it will be this week because we want to make sure that it's very close to when the book comes out. So I've been working really hard on that. I've been, oh, 
I formed a competitive Splatoon 2 team for Very cool. CFG. Okay. Oh, um, so we we haven't like had any sort of official meeting or anything yet. It's just we've got who's going to be on the team, and there's actually enough that we could have two teams if we wanted. But um, it's good to have subs. Yes, that's that's the that's the idea is to kind of have a, a a rotation. So. Uh, yeah, uh, we've played, some of us have played together a few times this week, uh, but like I said, nothing um, nothing official. We haven't had any like official practices or anything. Uh, some of these guys are really good. Some of the guys are fairly average, like myself. I'm fairly average Platoon <laughs> 2 player. Uh, I so don't captain. What's that? <laughs> so naturally, you're the captain. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I asked Shelly Waltar of Geeks Under Grace to join the team, and she was actually the first person that I asked, and she very enthusiastically, in all caps, said that she was interested. She's also very, 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 very good at the game. I suspect once the dust settles, she will wind up being the the team captain, and I have no problem with that whatsoever. <laughs> I I am happy to be a team player, but I don't think that I'm necessarily good enough to be calling the shots. So, uh, but that's going to be fun. Um, yeah, just a lot of CFG stuff is going on. So, if you're not reading the chat, NFX is asking, "How big is your team? Like, do you have an exact number?" Um, right now there are eight of us. Maybe there's, maybe there's nine of us in there, and I, I don't know how serious everybody who is in there is going to wind up taking it, and, and that that's fine. I mean, I just, I just threw out into our group, and the, another group called Theology Gaming that I was doing this, and most of the people who said they were interested all were like, but you know, I've got a family, I've got a full-time job or I'm in college. And I'm like, yeah, you and everybody else who's on the team, like, don't worry yeah. about it for a while. It's probably going to just be a bunch of us who are having fun. Um, but my goal is and to it's hopefully, not gonna be fun. yeah, <laughs> we'll, all just, business. we'll all just get angry about it. Yeah. My, my goal is for it to eventually be, we get good enough that maybe we can start competing in some, some, uh, online tournaments and who knows, maybe get invited to, uh, a Nintendo thing. Cause I know, I don't, I feel like they did an invitational at E3 for Splatoon 2 this past year. Of course the game wasn't officially out yet, so it would have been probably some demo version or beta version of it but um anyway that's the goal yeah mm -hmm. it'll be fun cool cool very cool well um let's try and transition back to this game we're supposed to be talking about um have you played this slide two unfortunately no i haven't actually played any of the slide games <laughs> yeah, I've only played a bit of Sly 1, maybe about five hours, and then I spent an hour today after work, after I stayed late, trying to find the Sly collection that I should have bought two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> and so I barely made it back in time for the podcast, and so I have not played it either. 
But Nolan has, so right? So it's all on me then. I have. Yeah. Actually, I mean, I've seen the completionist episode, so I, I kind of have an idea what this game is that, about. That's like playing it, right? Right, it's yeah. It's totally like playing it. it. You can get the full experience in 30 minutes or less yeah. with the completionist. Absolutely. <laughs> or your money back. Money. <laughs> I, I paid know. money to watch those episodes. They got ripped off. <laughs> you paid time to watch. Uh, anyway, went time back. Mm, anyway, so we were kind of talking about Sucker Punch, um, the developers of this game. Um, so they're known for Rocket Robot on Wheels. You ever play that game, Patrick? I've heard of it, but no, I have not played it's it. It's a cult classic these days on the N64. Um, they've also done the infamous games on PS3 and 4. Um, so, have you then, ever, yeah, so you you're I, not a Sony no. guy, so you probably never played those. No, I I haven't. M most of Sucker Punch's stuff uh, is the kind of thing that would interest me, but but you um, haven't played it. I just haven't played. They what else have they made? I feel That's like I've played some of this. Um. It's really Rockets, just like infamous, Sly Cooper and Rocket. The only okay. other thing is that um, Sucker Punch teamed up with Capcom for uh, Street Fighter X Tekken because uh, Cole McGrath, who's the protagonist for Infamous, that's right, um, was a guest character on that. So okay, yeah, I I did. Now that I think about it, I did play all the way through Infamous One and Second Son. I can't believe I forgot about that. I have yeah, not played Infamous that. 2. Second Son was not that good. No, I... That's what I've heard. I actually... It was just a hot pile of garbage. Yeah, and I, I that's why I can't believe that I forgot about it. I bought <laughs> my PS4 on the promise that Second Son was going to be amazing. Oh, and I actually think that one beautiful. of the reasons why my PS4 collected dust until I traded in for my Switch was that I was kind of a little sour about how bad <laughs> Second Son was. <laughs> Um, but there's so many other things on there, though. Uh, and, I'm, and I'm sure that there are, but every time something came out uh, for Wii U at the time or Xbox One, <laughs> yeah. it, uh, and, and now now the Switch. And honestly, uh, let's see. Since, my, since I got my Switch, I have not played a game on the Xbox One at all. I played some PC games. But the the switch occupies all of my time, and with with games like Doom and Wolfenstein and stuff coming out on the Switch, I might not need a PC anymore <laughs> for all I know. So uh, no, I, I need. I, I need still a like. PC to I'm like, I don't really do. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, I I, I still need just the PC to stream and and yeah. things like that. But, well, yeah, I'm actually game. really impressed with my PC. It did not pick up even once during that eight hours that I did. How. Oh yeah, for uh, for Banjo Kazooie. Like, mm -hmm. I I at when I stopped the recording, it said zero lost frames, and I was like, "Holy nice. crap! <laughs> it's <laughs> never happened." <laughs> so I'd have been like, "I don't know if I believe you. You're lying to me." <laughs> I should have taken a, a screenshot. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, yeah, I, I'm actually really surprised that Sucker Punch has only done Rocket, Sly, and Infamous. But, um, yeah, apparently, apparently Second Son uh, did well enough, like, not, not in reviews, but in sales, to get a sequel called First Light. But it was even worse. It's actually their lowest-rated game. 
Wasn't that like a DLC though? I thought First Light was like a DLC for. No, you're thinking of Festival of Blood. Well, that was for Infamous Two. Yeah. Uh, no, I thought. Yeah, I thought no. First Light was well, like a DLC. You know, it, it's know. on. I've noticed oh, on place. Okay, I say I've noticed on PlayStation platforms a lot of the quote DLC can be purchased as a standalone game, yes. like that the, the Uncharted Four expansion pack or whatever you don't have to have uncharted 4 yeah, for that it, to work it's a or standalone far cry blood content. dragon right so yeah. so i th- i think that's what this what would you call it was second light or first light first light, first light yeah first light for um, second i think that's i think that's how that worked was yes that's exactly what it, i'm on the wikipedia page that's what it says it's a standalone dlc mm-hmm. so um so there's no physical copy that you can buy of the game, even though it's you don't need the companion game for it. Right. But, so. Yeah. Uh, just just like you said with the uh, Uncharted, what is it called? I don't even remember. I don't know. I've seen again, ads for it and it looks cool and I want to so play I it, but know. I cannot remember what it's called. <laughs> I don't know. It's Uncharted with women. Yeah. That's what it is. So it's Tomb Raider. Raider. We've come full circle. It's Tomb Raider. Yeah. Because you know that's what Uncharted is. It's Tomb Raider, but with a guy this time. But but then Tomb Raider is Indiana Jones with a woman. So So really what we need to do is when the next Indiana Jones movie comes out, Indy 6, we need an Indiana Jones game that's just as good. It'll probably be a Lego game. It will be a Lego game. (laughs) Because let's face it, Lucasfilm is not interested in making real games anymore. Mm -hmm. Dude, I would would watch a Lego Indiana Jones movie in a heartbeat. No, no, they're going to make a real movie. What I'm saying is they're not going to make a real game. Game. Oh, no, no, no. It's going to be a Lego game. I would I play know, that. In a there just might too. be a Lego Indiana Jones eventually too, because Harrison Ford is getting old. Well, there already is. Well, yeah, but we're talking about like movie. If there can be a Lego Batman movie, then I there, don't see why yeah. it can't be Lego and everything. DC is a little more uh, loose with their licenses for Batman, so that's true. I know. I know Lucasfilm used to be pretty loose with the Indiana Jones license you know you got the young indiana jones adventures and the, all the terrible indiana jones games that came out <laughs> in the 90s yeah but now disney owns it yeah, so disney and they've, they've got an iron grip on so many things <laughs> like yeah disney and nintendo man it's mm. like an apple apple's the worst yeah no nintendo's the worst every single video on my youtube page has been claimed oh Every single one. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was the actually talking... like the four like, PS3 games I did. <laughs> I was talking to a guy at church today, which is like super tangent right here. He was talking about his, his son. Um, his, he was thinking about going into law school because he wanted to be a corporate lawyer for Nintendo. And I'm like, oh, so he can be one of those jerks that sues people that make Metroid games in their basement. <laughs> <laughs> because that's what <laughs> Nintendo does. So, whereas Sega yeah, goes and Sega finds these you. guys so and Sega says, hey, does what Nintendo don't. <laughs> make a Sonic game that's better than anything we've ever done. And Nintendo Seriously. goes, I'm going to sue you into poverty. <laughs> Seriously. But but 
whatever call me a weeaboo if you want i i'm totally bought into the nintendo hype oh yeah <laughs> no, no i know I, I do it too i'm not what every time i like complain about apple fans um and yeah and then they go you're a nintendo fan i'm like shut up i don't remember asking you <laughs> <laughs> when i want your opinion your i'll give it to you yeah. <laughs> like my ear come on now uh, oh, anyway anyway yeah it's like slide two slide two this, this <laughs> podcast has gone completely off the rails that's why yeah. people come and watch <laughs> right yeah. They don't. They don't come here for the video games. They come here for the nonsense. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, well, look at the Tomb Raider episode. <laughs> you know, we had one better. <laughs> we had one better. The, than the Mark of Cry. <laughs> oh, that's oh, right. That one actually published, but there was oh. another one that didn't. Oh, that one that we lost. Yeah. We lost one. I'm really. Yeah. Um, we lost one, and it was amazing. And none of us had played the game, but it, it was, was still really good. It was a Prince of Persia game. Prince of Persia. That's right. And, oh, um, and unfortunately, yeah, yeah. And unfortunately, uh, LJ, who um, doesn't work with us anymore, but he he had a little computer failure, and we lost that episode. And it was. But it was a good episode. Right. And that was that. that was before we were recording straight to YouTube, so there was no way to get it back. There was no backup. Yeah. But in it's fact, I think I love you. If you go to the podcast feed, um, there there's an episode there where I apologize for not being there, and it's called "Not Episode" and whatever the number was. That yeah, that's right. To be, so um, anyway, yeah, fly two. So slide this two. is about an anthropomorphic cartoon raccoon who is a master thief and his band of buddies and in this game uh unlike the previous game there you actually can take control of the other characters in the game his his two buddies the the hippos and Bentley. Bentley. yeah what are they manny manny, manny and is the hippo and bentley is bentley. the turtle yeah. manny and bentley Manny, why is he a hippo and not a manatee? It should be Manny the manatee, right? You, you would imagine so. Uh, I I had a friend named Manny, and a buddy of mine didn't know what a manatee was. He just heard the name of the animal, and so he said Manny the manatee. Manny was not a small dude; he was a big dude, and he got really <laughs> mad. <laughs> and, and my buddy Wes was not a small dude either; he was a pretty big dude. And he's like, "Who are you calling a manatee?" <laughs> and then we had to explain to Wes what a manatee was, and he's like, "I'm so sorry." <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm actually because I know there are there are a lot of people out there that are probably like, "What the heck's a manatee?" Um, I'm a mermaid. Pulling up a yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pulling <laughs> the up a fattest mermaid you've ever seen in your life. Uh, I'm gonna can you put a picture a, up? Yeah, I'm gonna put or? one up right now. So um, right now, anyway, they're also called the sea cow. Yeah, sea cow. Because they are vegetarians, and they are really big and round, like a cow. And they move slowly. And they move slow. They don't move, though. They just kind of make a little fluffy. Probably. Noises. There you go. I just kind of slapped it. I just slapped it. a very blurry mind. picture of manatee. Is it? Oh, that's... Yeah, I... See, I can't figure this out. Some days when I use XSplit as my camera, it looks really, really good. And then other days, it doesn't. And I, I honestly don't have any eh. idea what the... It's, it's not terrible, I guess. I don't know. Uh, anyway, that's a manatee. That's yeah. a manatee. They, they, that that picture gives you no scale. They are usually very round in the front, 
Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Mm. So sorry for derailing this podcast again. I'm tired. Don't apologize for that. (laughs) So so Manny the hippo and Bentley the tortoise or turtle. Probably a tortoise. He's a tortoise now that I think about it. Yeah. So um Bentley is like indestructible, if I remember correctly. Mm. Um, like like you can block in his shell or something and like he won't take damage really. I don't remember that. I don't know. Maybe so. Uh, and then, I remember just like I die on the Bentley parts a lot because yeah, well he moves slow because he's yeah he, he moves slow in the uh because uh, in this one was he in the was he in the wheelchair in this one or was no it he was not in the wheelchair in this one it's in the third one he's in the oh was a third one okay that's what I'm thinking of then yeah Maybe like so. something happens to him in this game or between the two that it was uh, between the wheelchair the yeah yeah um but uh Manny Manny is. Um, he's like a heavy. He hits really hard. He hits hard. He's slow, but he's the most of the time in this one though. I think you do driving mostly. Yeah, but like when you get out and you fight hand to hand, like he'll take out most guys in one hit. Um, and he's got plenty of HP, but uh, yeah, he's he's not like Sly where, you know, you can sneak around. Like there's 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 no stealth at all with Manny. (laughs) He's like he's like, (laughs) yeah. That you probably can't see that very well, but yeah. <laughs> it's all good. You can imagine. Uh, yeah. Just imagine what an anthropomorphic hippo would look like running. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, so. Um, yeah, it looks like there's no notable people who worked on this game other than the composer. Uh, or did you just not find any names? I just, I couldn't find any. Then I went back to the first game, even there still wasn't any. I'm like, well. I wonder if- there's okay. Be like a wiki uh, page for this. Uh, thought. That's what I thought, but I just it was. Uh, I wasn't finding anybody. Okay, Daxter. No. And it wasn't even the same uh, composer for the first game. Really. Anyway, yeah. this guy who did compose the game, his name is Peter McConnell. Peter McConnell. What has he done? Researching live on YouTube. Um, yeah. There's some stuff for Lucas Art and then uh, Sly Cooper games. Except for the first one. Oh. Gameography, yeah. Broken Age. Uh, Psychonauts. Okay. Costume Quest 2, that's a really fun RPG. Um, I, I don't play RPGs, but I've seen it played. And, and yeah, if you like turn-based RPGs that are Halloween-themed, which is coming up, you should play Costume Quest. And it's Costume sequel. Quest? Yeah. It's by oh, I have heard of that. I've seen someone play that. Oh, that's yeah. what that was called. I saw Tom the Iron Man play it a couple years ago. And, oh. Yeah. Um, I might have Costume okay. Quest. I don't know, though. Yeah. He's so that's connectables right. because that's a wonderful game. Brutal Legend, another <laughs> Double Fine game. He's done a lot of work for Double Fine, it looks like. Lucas Arts, yeah, I did it, the original Battlefront and Rogue Squadron Two and X-wing Alliance, Mysteries of the Sith. Oh my gosh, he's worked on the Jedi Knight. What? That's why this name sounded familiar. Yeah, the X-wing and Tie Fighter games. Oh dang, Monkey Island Two. I like Monkey Island games. Those are those are good. Yeah, point and click adventure, man. Yeah. 
can't hardly get that with a console. Really can't. I mean, like I when uh, sorry. Oh, oh now, now I've gone and forgot. Um, Night uh, King's Quest. Cause I love those games. Like that new one came out. Mm-hmm. Um, like was it last year or the year before? Yeah, and it yeah, was like, yeah, it was still like it felt like the old games. It was it was a lot of fun. It's like it's oh, it was cool. modern graphics. Yeah, exactly. Quest. Not that one. Yeah. Twenty uh, fifteen. So it was about two years ago. Yeah. Episodic. Uh, yeah, over the course of a year. Yeah. Official release date. So yeah, about two years ago, we'll say. Yeah. Yeah, he worked on the iMuse engine, which is um, how they process music for LucasArts. Um, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> patented, patented interactive music system. So the music would change dynamically based on where you were in the level or something. So yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, so Peter McConnell, good guy. I like his stuff. But uh, he, he sounds like a real nice boy. Yes, he's a good boy. Um, <laughs> Patrick, you want to tackle these release dates real quick? Sure thing. Uh, we have Sly 2, Band of Thieves, was released on the PlayStation 2 in North America, September 14th, 2004, in Europe, October 29th, 2004, and in Japan on June 16th, 2005. So take that, Japan. You got it last. Ha, Sony. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're the publishers for this game. Uh, anyway. Yeah, cool. You'd think they would treat their their own country a little better than. Well, this is an them. American developer, though. So. <laughs> that's true. America, <laughs> heck yeah! Mm -mm. That's the words of that song. <laughs> that's <Right>. Definitely. Machine <laughs> <laughs> guns, heck yeah! <laughs> Muscle cars, heck yeah! Mm -hmm. <laughs> Uh, hey, Mr. Falcon. Anyway, so <laughs> so this game's art style is shell cell shaded. Let's say that properly. Cell shaded, not shell shaded. What is shell shaded even? I mean, it's probably like when you you date, like say yourself, like with like food. Calm and stuff down, on, like sate. <laughs> yeah, like with using like shell various shells and music, kind of like with the Little Mermaid. You just calm yourself. Oh weird, gosh, a weird <laughs> explanation. <laughs> that brings weird. a whole new meaning to calm. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I tried to do something. Gone, but that's it where work. I went. It was a nice try. <laughs> you know, I tried. I can, that's all I can do. So anyway, this game is cell shaded, like the Wind Waker <laughs> game on Nintendo. My brain is not working this afternoon. GameCube. On, on, the, on the GameCube. That little, that little square. <laughs> on the Nintendo. Thing that yes. they made with the handle. The Legend of Zelda. <laughs> with the handle. Wind Waker on GameCube. And in other games, there were, this was not the only... These were not the only cel-shaded games. Okami. Okami was on PS2 and the Wii. Uh, and that's actually getting a re-release for yeah. PS4 and Xbox One coming up here real soon. 
you know? Didn't they get like on the Wii U? years ago. I think they put it on the Wii U. They get... So, seeing, because that would have been fantastic. I, I don't remember now. Yeah, I don't remember. So, Kami HD. Yeah. I don't know. It's coming. It was announced this year. Release oh. date. Um, so, not on the Wii U. Yeah, PS4, <laughs> PC, PS4, Xbox One. So, okay. no Switch version, unfortunately. No, that's because Capcom's being real weird with Switch. Okay, there is an HD version on the PS3, though. Mm. Yeah, because it already got an HD, re which is why it's A weird re -re that this one is being called HD also, and not yeah. something else. It's very confusing. It's a, It should be like Okami 4K or something. Yes, or, yeah, yeah, because yeah. that game really needs a 4K upgrade. Heck yeah. <laughs> it works looks, just fine on the Wii. Game looks like garbage. It needs work. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, anyway, I'm waiting for that HD Super Mario 64. Uh, Super Mario Odyssey. Knows huh? <laughs> Super Mario Odyssey. No, specifically no. Super Mario 64. Just Mario 64. Oh. Dude, I have that. Like, Nothing's been changed uh, about the polygon count. It's just oh. been up. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that, that's Project 64 right there. That's yeah. I don't know if you've ever played on that emulator, but I've you not. get some really crisp polygons in that emulator. Mm -hmm. My God, is it just gross to look at still? <laughs> yeah. And the, the trees are still in 2D, and they just Absolutely. don't turn with the camera. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh. I will never days, forget man. the moment that I discovered that they got around the polygon count limit with 2D sprites in uh, Diddy Kong Racing. I I don't know why oh. I'm telling the story now, but like like, and I realized <laughs> they did this in other games later. But like, I I was flying around with a plane and I landed on the island that's like all water levels, and mm -hmm. and I was spinning around on the ground because that's what you do when you're. 13 and bored and <laughs> and um and i noticed i happened to, to land right next to a bush that's on the island and the bush didn't move and mm -hmm. i was like oh my gosh and my little tween brain blew <laughs> i uh, i remember in mario 64 climbing out of the top of one of the trees and having him do the handstand yeah and then just rotating the camera around the tree and being like the tree is weirdly still yep I don't understand what's going on. And that's that's when I figured out how they did that. And then I started noticing it in Mario Kart 64. And Oh, Mario Kart 64 is the worst. Yeah. Because yeah. none of the racers in that game actually have a 3D model. Right. They are no. all 2D sprites. And so the, the more offset they are from the camera, the more they turn and lean into mm -hmm. the turn. So. Yeah. When you're right it's, next to a racer, real weird looking. <laughs> they're they're going straight, but they're leaning. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, this game know. doesn't do any of that, and that's no. how it's applicable. <laughs> it's... Exactly. We're supposed to be talking about a PS2 game. We're supposed mm -hmm. to be talking. Starring Rocket Raccoon from Guardians from of the Marvel, Galaxy, who is British. Guardian. Yeah, and Guardian, uh, Rocket Raccoon. <laughs> And um, Franklin the Tortoise, Turtle, sorry. Mm -hmm. From Franklin the Tortoise? From the beloved the turtle child. Arthur, right? Or no, Franklin was his own no, thing. No, Franklin was his own thing. Yeah, That's no. Right. Was there a and, Tortoise uh, in Arthur? There was. I never watched that show. 
it was Turtle Alert. Now y'all are talking about kid shows that I don't know anything about. Well, Franklin, I remember reading the books. I only know Arthur from memes. Like, yeah, the the little the, the fist ball the up. Yeah. <laughs> when your name is Arthur and you like to ball up your fist. <laughs> uh, anyway, Sly um, Cooper. Sly Cooper. Mm -hmm. It's cell shaded. It looks really awesome. Even on the PS2 today on on your 4K TV, it still looks good. It but really it does. Get an HD remake, so it looks even better. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, and it's available on the PS3 is the Sly Cooper collection. It's all three in the original series. There is a fourth game that came out there on is. PS3. Uh, Thieves in Time, also on the Vita. That's how I had it. Yeah. Why when it came out, why I didn't was it? Have... Why is it that in both Ratchet and Clank and Sly Cooper, and I think even Jack and Dexter, in the fourth game, they go through time? <laughs> Uh, the fourth one, they don't go through time. Oh, not in not in Jack. Technically, technically in Jack and Dash, the one they go through time would be two. Oh, okay. It's like they open right. up the first game at the end. They open up like there's the giant. That's um, right. Warp gate, and they go through, and that sends them into the future, which. In the year two thousand. <laughs> Sorry. Nice. So I that, I that was up. I looked up pictures of this game so I could see what it looks like and um and so I got a wall of memes in Google <laughs> images. Is there a card game in one of these Sly Cooper games cuz there's a lot of memes about them playing cards. Really? Yeah. Um I think I that's really how it's going. On. They're playing cards. Because what else do you do when you're a thief with and without a job? You play yeah, cards. You, you play you play you poker. You gamble your money. Is that a thing? Yep. I don't know, uh, but yes, the game the game is very pretty, and and that's why I I firmly stand by any developer's decision to go for style over photorealism because this game clearly from these images still still looks pretty good today, yes, and it has aged well. Right, and Unlike games that are shooting for photorealism, especially from back in the PS2 days, they don't look very good right now. <laughs> Uh, Battlefront. <laughs> like, it's hard to go wrong with a Star Wars game, but man, their faces. Mm. <laughs> oh, faces in games are like the worst. Yeah. Where? Uh, so, sound design. I haven't played this game, but I I know from the first game that it there was a lot of cartoony sound effects, and they had a lot yeah. of punch to them and it just fit the world really well mm. um, yeah and based on uh or can can you add any commentary to that nolan Other about than, yeah. the, the sound design the sound design i mean it's been a while since i have played this i will admit like about 10 years um but it was very i mean it wasn't the same as the first game, but it does have like a lot of its. What did, you, did you say Ducktales? So it. I said punch. Oh, like. Um, <laughs> like you said it was similar to Ducktales. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, hey, Ducktales sound effects have good punch. Which so. that's what I was saying. Like it's, I was gonna agree with you on that, but uh, yeah, it's it is very cartoony sounding, and the one and thing it's nice, it, it's very like. Uh, 
Cause I remember the first one that like had like those comic book sound effect, like. Um, oh yeah, the the onomatopoeia bubbles thing. Yeah. Yeah, which it kind of did that in this one too, which was kind of, which was nice. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So uh, anyway, I was gonna move on to a musical score based on uh, Peter Colin McConnell's other works. I would imagine that the musical score for this game is quite superb. Um, I, is was there anything that stuck out in your mind from ten years ago? Um, y yes, but now that like I've already gone and confused the thing with Bentley in the wheelchair, mm. I'm afraid that this is going to be from the third game as well. But there was one boss battle that I remember that once again I'm probably thinking of the wrong game, but um, it was literally you're fi you're fighting this alligator it's like an opera owner and the entire boss fight is you singing opera back and forth which is kind of funny i realize that's not exactly what you're asking about but that sounds um, actually pretty impressive like it was basically like you go and like passwords throughout the level were like either you know bass soprano tenor or alto and you would sing it in that in that key like in, uh well in, not in that key because there's many keys but um like you do it in order to like unlock things or like do a password to get by something. Um, no, that's that's the that's honestly the biggest thing I remember from this game. Besides, you get to play as Bentley and uh, Murray. Was that level in particular stuck out? Very cool. So yeah. Um, yeah. There, there's a lot of. Uh, I shouldn't say a lot, but there's a few musical puns in this game um someone called contessa which i don't know but anyway this, this game seems to be a little more musically inclined than the previous game um yeah well i mean honestly this game was better than the first one like in most cases like because the music was a little bit nicer. Like they added a bunch of um, like new game mechanics to it. Like, I mean, we'll go back to you know, is you're not just sly. You get to learn a lot new skills that you didn't get before, or um, just things that like in the first game there was a couple times when you try to do something and it would like glitch out on you and it wouldn't work. And then in the second game, like there was those same situations that it would like they fixed it. Obviously, you know, good job doing that, but just polished it up just a little bit more and just made it a lot better. Yeah. So um, I was just looking up the Metacritic score, and it did do better in uh, among with the critics in the first game. So I would say video games are kind of the the exception to the rule that the sequel is never as good as the the original it's yeah not like that in video games because like assassin's creed is is the one that i mm. i think is the best example of this they oh it's like sure. assassin's creed 2 was what ubisoft wanted assassin's creed 1 to be but because it was a new ip and they were working with a new engine and and everything they just didn't quite get there and then they took everything they learned from the first one and made the second one better. So, yeah. Now, I, I will say, then 
a lot of times the third game isn't as good as the second game. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, I don't know think about it. I don't know if that's just because they get lazy or or oh, that happened what with it Spyro. Is, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah. It did not happen with Super Mario Brothers because no. 3 is freaking awesome. The second yeah. one was actually the lazy <laughs> one. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not talking about you. Uh, both of the second ones. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the, I guess even the Japanese ones like a if there were DLC back then. It's more like a ROM <laughs> hack actually. Yeah. <laughs> they 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 added like two new mechanics and then they made everything more difficult. <laughs> Which is exactly how ROM hacks work. <laughs> yep. Anyway, uh So, yeah, so I guess unlike movies, this uh the video game, you know, follows the second one is better. Mm -hmm. Trope. Um wow, there this, are this a lot of memes thing. for this. Right. <laughs> it's just, there's so much. It's like it's just jump and press the circle button. Keep calm and jump and press the circle button. <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> Sorry. Mm. Continue. Well, like the circle button is kind of like your main action button, isn't it? And it well, and that was no. like the jump and press the circle button was like you jump up and you do that little twist and you land on yeah. something. You can walk. Gotcha. Yeah, I since I'm not a huge PlayStation guy, I have to. Okay, the circle button is where. Be uh, hold on. I have my Xbox One controller. <laughs> Be the B button. Yeah, I okay. have. I have so, to go. Was <laughs> it someone? Cross. Someone the other day posted in the community group that um, find X or press X. I hate when games try to make no. press X. This is why I have oh, trust yeah. issues. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, where it's is in a it? different place, no matter what uh, controller you're using. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, somebody posted that Xbox is or Microsoft is bringing back the the Duke from the original Xbox. Oh, I hate that so much. Please no. <laughs> well, um, I put in there. I put a comment that, and I I I gotta be like, I was telling the truth from my perspective, but the only reason I said it was to troll. And weirdly enough, no one took the bait, so it didn't wind up being very much fun for me. <laughs> but I oh, I God. put in there. I don't. I don't. I wasn't the biggest fan of this controller, but I can think of at least four other controllers that I would throw in the trash before this one. And I was uh -huh. really hoping somebody was going to ask me what controllers I was talking about, and I was going to go DualShock 1, DualShock 2, DualShock 3, DualShock 4. <laughs> but nobody took the bait, so... Except that, you Hi, know, joke's DualShock, on you. DualShock 2 and 3 <laughs> fit your hand, and the Duke, you, ha you need to be the Hulk <laughs> to use that thing, so... <laughs> right. Well, um, so that's my, why you're brother, my brother in that same thread posted uh, screenshots from two Penny Arcade comics. Oh, man. Um, oh, one, <laughs> one was the one of, uh, I, and I can't remember which one's Tycho and which one's the other. I can't even remember his name. But anyway, one of them is holding uh, a bear. And I remember the comic strip because there's like a narrator and he says, we've replaced... Uh, Tycho's Xbox controller with a grizzly bear to see if he re if he realizes it, and he's got <laughs> his arms wrapped around this grizzly bear, and he's saying, "Did this thing shrink? <laughs> Where did you get this?" Um, and then there's another one that the main the focus of the comic is a commentary on the fact that the Halo One campaign is kind of repetitive, but the Xbox controllers that they're holding are almost as big as the couch that they're sitting yeah, they're, on. They're like coffee table sized controllers. Yeah. 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 It's pretty funny. Ah, yeah. uh, uh, the Duke. 
<clears throat> bringing it back. I don't know. I might well, get one just just to have it sitting I, around. I think it would be cool if they made an adapter for the USB cable, so that way it could still plug into an original Xbox. Dude, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Like, like if it came with one, I would totally buy it. Right. Just, just because original Xbox controllers are hard to come by nowadays. That's true. Right. They're they're starting to break, and you know nobody makes new ones. And so, yeah. <clears throat> anyway, anyway, you can't play this game with that controller. So I don't know. I guess if you could find some crazy adapter that probably would let you play this game with that controller, but not that I know of. Huh. How did we get on controllers when we're supposed to talk about like? Jump and press the circle know. button. Jump jump press, yeah, oh, yeah. I said play Sony, so he's like... I said I had to look at this. Which one's circle? I can't remember. I remember the triangle B. is the top one, and that's triangle the only the one. Top. B is circle, X is square. And X is... What? And X is also A. X is A, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know what's funny is... So, like... To explain how a Nintendo controller works, you say, oh, the, the letters are just reversed on an Xbox controller, mm -hmm. which is the truth, because Nintendo's controller pattern came out first. Yeah. Yeah. That's, so, yeah. There, there you go, Microsoft copying Nintendo for once. <clears throat> anyway. Where was I going? Oh, we're supposed to be talking uh, about story, but who cares? It's a video game. Um, yeah. <laughs> So possible outside influences. If you've ever watched a spy movie in your life or a heist movie, that's what influenced this. Moving on. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Ocean's Eleven, um, the Italian job. Um, yeah. It's another one. Ocean's Eleven. Those, 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 those kinds of movies were pretty big back then, too. Back in the early 2000s. Well, they were yeah. really popular in the late 60s, and then they had a resurgence in the early 2000s. Right, yeah. because there's there's nothing new under the sun. It's all been done. Thank you, King Solomon. <laughs> uh, and I was I was just double checking this. Um, Wind Waker did come out two years before this, so the yeah. cell shading may. Well, what of course, okay. yeah, I don't know about the first slide. We're game. doing this episode because it's the 15th anniversary of the franchise. Uh, yeah. Yesterday, I want to say. Um, Hold on. I'm looking up the release date for the first one. and uh, September is... 23rd, 2002. Yes. Sounds okay. right. Oh. Okay. So, yeah, yesterday was the 15th anniversary of the uh, Sly Cooper and the Thievius Raccoonus. Um, so we're doing the sequel because we've already talked about the first game. So, yeah. And so moving right along into the impact, obviously this game... Uh, is the sequel to another game, and it has two more sequels in the franchise. So it it's, it's part of a franchise. It's the impact, and it kind of I would say it solidified cel shaded graphics on console, um, yeah. or in in the gaming space in general, because there are there's it's a genre now of of, of stylistic graphics of graphic styles. I don't know. Where I was going with that statement, um, but like you, you could search on Steam "cell shaded" and you will find a hundred games or so. Um, huh. Yeah, I just uh, did. You, did you guys explain what cell shading? So cell shading is? means it looks like a cartoon. Um, yeah, 
Uh, that's the easiest way to say that. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of times that's a lot of times that's simply accomplished by putting a black outline around everything. Yeah. Because back in the day, um, when you when animation was hand done, you would you would draw what's called a mat. Um, it's the background. You would paint it. It was a painting. So there would be a mat painter, and he would paint the mat very meticulous, and it was this very beautiful, detailed, almost out of focus picture. Um, and it was the background. And then on top of that, you would put what are called animation cells, where it's one frame of you know the action happening at a time. And there were these like like transparencies, if you remember what those are, um, yeah. that <laughs> were drawn on and or like they would they would draw the animation frame and then they would kind of trace it over onto the transparency and paint it and then it, and then to make it pop from the background because uh you know it's it was difficult to have like the animation be different from the background so to make it pop they would outline everything with a black marker and so that way you would stay focused on the action instead of everything becoming a blur Right. Yeah. Sorry for the animation science lesson. <laughs> I need a um, who is it? Tyrone in here. Yeah, uh, Tyrone could <laughs> talk for an hour about animation and how it all works <laughs> and theory behind it. But anyway, I just have a vague understanding of how things work. So, yeah. And so, um, in the early two thousands, they were able to emulate this style of making the the action pop on the screen with a black outline. Which, I mean, you would think, oh, you know, yeah, just put a black outline around it. But that's not exactly the easiest thing to do on a 3D model that, you know, the character is being controlled by the player. You know, if, it, if it's, you know, animated one frame at a time or whatever, like, sure, you, you know, draw an outline. But, like, what if, you know, it's, it has to happen in real time as the player is interacting with the game. And so it's it's... It's technically impressive. Um, it's not any more resource heavy, I think, than going for more realistic graphics. But it ages better, as we've talked about. I remember, I don't remember which console generation it was, but there was one of those um, like X-Men or Marvel uh, games that are almost kind of like Diablo. And yes, an, uh, one, as a dungeon crawler. Um, yeah, one came out for a Nintendo yeah. console, and it Legend. was cell shaded. But the one that came out for the other two systems was not. And I, I remember that being a thing, and I don't know why. It, you know, <clears throat> most people would probably assume, oh, the Nintendo console was weaker than the other two, so maybe that's why. But that's not true. The yeah, I said. Especially if, because I feel like it was the GameCube, and yeah, the GameCube, GameCube was there. right up there with the Xbox and the and actually, actually I think the GameCube the Xbox had the highest processor of, right. of the three. So, um, so I, I, maybe it was just the because I'm pretty sure even back then it was still Activision. Maybe they just were like, "Hey, this is what Nintendo uh, people like," so we cel shaded it. But Activision was the publisher. <laughs> it's Raven Software was the developer. And right. But yeah, okay. I remember that discrepancy between the the two versions and finding that interesting. And I wonder what I mean. I can kind of imagine what it would look like. But if you could take 
a cell shaded game like Wind Waker or like this <clears throat> and freeze all of the animation, including the the black outline around them, and then move the camera around the character without the black outline adjusting itself. I wonder what that would look like. Oh, really that's weird. weird because the black outline is based on the lighting. <laughs> yeah. So you'd have to like break the lighting engine. Um. <laughs> That'd be weird. Somebody do this. <laughs> I want to see what it looks like. I'm sure somebody already you know, has. Breath but... of the Wild is technically cell shaded. Yeah. yeah. It's very, very thin. Yeah. Line. Um, and, and there's actually a glitch. I don't know if they patched it yet, but there's a glitch somebody found on the uh, the br bridge. What bridge? Oh, my gosh. Lineru? No. Yeah. Mm. Th there's a bridge over the Lake Hylia in Lineru, where one of the towers has a chunk that fell out. And if you climb up to that empty space, the the cell shading disappears. There's no outline around Link. And oh, yeah. I heard of really, I think really I really saw... Weird. I saw a, I didn't watch the video, but a, a YouTube video popped up in my yeah. recommended feed. And I, it's, it's, it's the only genuine graphics glitch in that game, mm -hmm. <laughs> which is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Think about how big that game is. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and Bethesda still can't release a game. Step up your game, Bethesda. <laughs> uh, how many years was Fallout 4 in development? Like, like five or something? Well, how many years was Breath of the Wild was Breath five. Of the Wild was, yeah, five. So and and I remember one of the funniest Twitch clips I've ever seen. Um, Patty is his name now, but he used to go by Pcol four 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 four. It's five fours, by the way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he was playing Fallout Four on release day, and he's walking around do do do, and he turns a corner, and there are these. I don't even know what they are. I think they're Death Claws just floating in the air like no that now i remember it's the the cows whatever they're called the uh mm. the the brahmas there's there's like these three brahmas just like floating yeah like and he's like what the heck is going on and he's like walking <laughs> around he's like okay and so he pulls out his gun and he shoots one of them and a and a like um a high-level Deathclaw, I forget what it's called, like a Captain Deathclaw, whatever, just rises legendary. out of the ground. <laughs> like, like legendary. Out of nowhere. If you watch the clip closely, he literally just pops out of the ground. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> and he, and then that's when he starts swearing and running. And, <laughs> and the clip ends. But yeah, it's it's really funny to watch. It's good job, Bethesda. Mm -hmm. that, that didn't happen in Breath of the Wild. How I died like 10 times before I ever saw anything weird happen. And in general, does this game perform pretty well? Like technically? Yeah. yeah, well, the first game ran super smooth. Never had a yeah. problem with it. Yeah. yeah. Like the only time I I was like getting any kind of weird interaction was when I was trying to go places I wasn't supposed to be. Yeah. So, and that, that's That'll basically, happen. yeah, that's basically the game saying, don't go here. Stop yeah. that. <laughs> but me being the rebel, I am. Uh, like, yeah. no, you can't tell me what to do. Me being being the rebel that I am with my toad amiibo. 
like it's it's hard to 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 you know put on this persona when I'm really not. Yeah, <laughs> I have a toad amiibo somewhere. Yeah, I I I don't. It, this is really me. I am short and small and squishy. <laughs> <laughs> what you see is what you get. Yeah. So anyway, what, is is this game connected to the other than the characters? Is it connected to the first one in any meaningful way? Yeah. So well, it's a continuation. What it is? Yeah. It's um. So like the plot setup for this is that um. This game is two years after you um, beat Clockwork, who's like the main um, leader of the bad guys from the first game. Mm -hmm. um, Sly breaks into uh, the Cairo Natural History Museum to take the remaining pieces that have been found of him and destroy them in order to end the threat that he had against his family. And turns out they've already been stolen by this gang and whatnot. So it's... Uh, so then Sly Cairo, gets the Egypt. Cairo, yes. Egypt. Yeah, so they this use takes place world, on Earth. They use real world locations, but with anthropomorphic yeah. animals. Yeah. Are there humans in this world? No. no. Okay, so there's no risk of hedgehog on human making out. Going. No. 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 no, no, no. Thank no. God. <laughs> no. We do not support that. It's in the <laughs> <laughs> It's the truth. Uh, yeah. Um, Speaking of, did you guys hear that Sega teamed up with Hooters to do something with Sonic? I did. No. <laughs> what <laughs> the like, heck? What is the Sonic heck? Forces game has <laughs> got a cross promotion with that Hooters? One. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. They have good chicken. <laughs> They're gonna see if they can't get one of the Fried waitresses to make out with the guy in the Sonic costume. Uh, <laughs> make it a reality. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, if you're listening to this show with your children, maybe you should screen your kids' entertainment better. <laughs> <laughs> if you're uh, under 18, you know. Yeah. Um, why Why are you even our fans? Like, that game's rated E, right? Sonic Forces? <laughs> no, no. Uh, Sonic 06, isn't that no, the most? No, it's, it's, it's teen. Oh, it, well, it should be. So It's teen. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so it dawned on me that I forgot that I, I talked earlier about like how it, this game had done a lot of new things, but I couldn't remember what they were. So as I was going through looking for stuff, it's like, E10 plus. I'm just thinking, oh okay, oh, there we go. Um, that one of my favorite things to do is uh, they introduced pit pickpocketing in this game. Oh, that's right. So what you do is you sneak up behind a guard and you can just like use your cane and grab stuff out of their pocket, so you can like grab all of their money or if they have a key. Rather than having to actually attack them, mm -hmm. kind of steal it, and then uh, or you get like uh, gems and whatnot. And um, in this one too, it's like the levels are really you're just in a big giant hub kind of situation, and you go to certain locations in the overworld hub in order to start a mission kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and you don't. Just you don't find power ups and whatnot inside random safes like in the first one. Um, what it is by pickpocketing, you get those coins and whatnot, you buy them on the black market, um, for in an in game online store called ThiefNet. <laughs> oh, you said ThiefNet, I thought you said BeefNet for a second there. I was like, BeefNet in the world, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Uh, yeah, that's so, an interesting neighbor. And anyway. do they eat? Do they eat beef in a world where everything is an anthropomorphic animal? Well, don't I don't no, know. Maybe. Mickey is an anthropomorphic mouse with a pet dog, whose best friend is a dog named Goofy. Yeah, they so, can talk, so it's it's yes. kind of it's weird. I, yeah, I I kind of always thought Goofy looked a little bit more like a. I guess he does look like a dog. I thought he kind of. Well, his original name like was called Dippity Dog. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So. Um. He does have floppy ears. There's one other thing that, well, I didn't have this because I didn't have the microphone, but on the PS2, um, there's USB right, microphone right. you could use. Yeah, no, right. That you can use the sound of your own voice to distract or attract in-game enemies. I though. Kind of thing. Like so, by shouting commands or just by, any by shouting like, "Hey you!" or something, and it would like they'd come around or something or. Um, hey you, Pikachu! Yeah, it's, you know, yeah. <laughs> Which kind of was a cool thing because, like in game, if you had that on, it's like you had to be extra quiet when you were playing as Sly. Because if you like cough or something, it kind of does that, which is kind of cool. Oh, Which, um, yeah. I hadn't seen another game do that since um, Alien, that Alien game that came out. Oh, um, Isolation. Uh, yeah, thank you. Where yeah, you Alien Isolation. You had to be quiet. You had to actually be quiet. Like, if you had, yeah, like, so I remember, like, hearing about that. It was like, yeah, if you, you could, I mean, you can toggle it off if you're just a wuss. Yeah, but if you left your connect yeah. on and your connector you talking... Had a microphone connected to your computer, just a microphone. It would oh, tap damn. into that. Yeah, like if you have something like that, it would use that. Somebody's like getting real close to the end of a level that they've had a lot of trouble on, and like I'm gonna beat it. I'm gonna beat it. And then from and the, the background, come take out the trash. And now all of a sudden, the alien knows where you are. Whips around. Yeah, like <laughs> you're hiding Whoa. in the locker, and like you sneeze, and like it comes back and pulls you out, and then you die. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's pretty. Cool. So, yeah, so that that's that was a cool thing that I didn't like. I said I didn't have a microphone, so I couldn't do this. But it's uh, adds a little cool little element to that. That that's better than in um in Halo Anniversary. One of the ways that you could throw a grenade was by yelling at your connect grenade. <laughs> like I don't know why, but it was Next really pot. awful. <laughs> well, what was awful was. So I tried it once. Because Xbox turn off. Did you actually turn on your Xbox? No, no, no. I don't have a connect. That's just that's more of me being slight to anyone listening to this with their Xbox on. Yeah. Yeah. Um no, so I tried this feature out, so I yell grenade. And of course, because it takes a few seconds for the connect to like process what happened, that also means it takes a few seconds for Master Chief to actually get around to throwing the grenade. It was a completely worthless feature. Of course. No and, way and, in the world. Unless you know what's going to happen, it. so you have to anticipate. I was yeah. like, oh, I should throw a grenade in a few seconds. So you go, grenade! Yeah. It's, it's only real good use was you could walk into a room with someone playing the game and shout grenade, and then like... And in fact, just said that in the chat. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're, uh, you're shouting... You're, or you're the guy playing the game is staring at a wall, and so Master Chief just chucks a grenade right there at your feet, and you die. <laughs> and that's what was fun about it. Jerk move. But funny. Well, that's yep. funny. It's like um, in Super Mario Brothers U, you can grab the gamepad, 
when someone is playing with another controller and you can put platforms oh, right yeah. over their head. <laughs> and then they die. Yeah, and they die. <laughs> like, yeah. I when that game was had first come out, somebody at someone's like a, a parent was asking me about it because they knew I played games. And they're like, my kid keeps telling me that he wants this. I don't know. I think it's called Super Mario University for the oh, longest no. time. For the longest time, I had no idea what he was talking about. I'm like, I, I'm not familiar with this. And then it hit me that he was interpreting the U as university. And I went, yep. oh, <laughs> no, that's no. this game. <laughs> it's, it's just the letter U. That's yeah. all it is. It's and a pun, actually. We, you. Because they were about community. And that's why that console's name was terrible. <laughs> Bad idea right here. Nobody knew. <laughs> and now it's time for another good idea, bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> but to this be fair. You should have been. <laughs> to be fair, this that is bad not... idea is why the good idea exists. Yes. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. So I can't remember. Is this game a two D platform? And I want to say two D. I know that the game is no. in three D, but it's so it's, it's not a side scroller. It's a three D. No. It is yeah, a no. side scroller. It is a. It's, sorry. It is a three D platformer. Not so much collectathon as the first one. Yeah. I think. Did I mean? There's still plenty of things to collect, but like. You don't have to like collect things to unlock things to collect other things. Yeah, really. it's, not, it's okay. not as bad. Mm. But for the most part, it stayed pretty true to the. Yeah, the I mean, well, it's stealth actually. It's a stealth game, so yeah, like the okay. point is, don't get caught and run around and steal things. Yeah, because I remember, and and I know that Nolan hasn't picked Jack Three because we haven't finished Jack two, but I know um, I want you two to like finish <laughs> Jack two. Cause I, if I ever find time, one of, one of the reasons that I, I kind of just got a little tired of Jack two was it seemed like it was trying too hard to be a 3d platformer without being a 3d platformer. And there was mm -hmm. a lot of, you could tell there was like a grand theft auto influence. There it. was, and it just, just it's Jack people's cars in the middle right, of everything. And it didn't click with me. Well, one of the fun times was just, you know, doing that and seeing how far you can run from the Crimson Guard. Mm -hmm. Start shooting up Crimson Guards and see how far you can last. <laughs> that, that was, like, my buddy would play that, and that's all he'd do. He wouldn't even try to play the game. He would just do that. See, that sounds like how I played Grand Theft Auto 3. It was just put in the cheats to get all the weapons and the tank and stuff and just cause mayhem and see how long I can last before the cops take me out. Yeah. So. But anyway. Yeah. Never played any of those games. The Grand Theft Auto games? Yeah. I think my brother had San Andreas on yeah. his PS2, and, the, and uh, he let me play one. for like a little while. But I was just like, "What am I supposed to do?" <laughs> <laughs> I was completely lost in the game, and I was not interested. Yeah, I did complete the story in GTA Five. I didn't get into the online at all. I know there's still that game still sells very well because the online is apparently yeah. that stinking good. But I was perfectly content to play through the the campaign and 
and then be done with it. So, <clears throat> which I mean, what I meant was GTA is of the devil, and we're all Christians here, and, and no one, no yeah, one plays that. Plays video all. games. <laughs> like, this is I, I, I spend all of my days reading the Bible and praying and fasting. I haven't eaten in three months. That's not true. <laughs> I was literally eating while on the show. We've all done it. Yes. <laughs> it's fine. Actually, yeah, we have all done it. I think last podcast I was eating. I usually do uh, it like well, I try to do it beforehand. They're like, I'll uh, do it and just I had way too much to eat. Subtle. Mm. So Yeah, you had it you had a day. You need to go back and, and listen to what happened today. And a fix. Don't kill your nephew. It's not nice. He used a pee when I told him not. Oh, well, and he deserved that. Like, no one... <laughs> That's on him. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Somebody's trying to butter you up real good. Just cause. I like Just Cause. Just Cause is yeah. a good thing. I don't have Just Cause 3 yet, but that's a, that's a real good game. I enjoy this. So, all right. Is are, are we are we running out of steam on the yeah? I think we're wrapping up. Um, no, no trivia for this or anything. I didn't have time I kind of talked about it a little bit. Like that was like some of the stuff I was just talking about. Like you know okay. they added that in there. Um, as yeah, for real trivia stuff, there's not really there's anything. Not. I don't like that. I didn't see it. Oh, okay. No, you didn't. I, I, I love that I one of the, one of the reasons that I decided to switch the show to every other week was so we would have more time to play the game. And we, and we didn't play the game. <laughs> I don't have I don't have a way to play this right now. So that's that's my issue. Yeah. I, well, I guess the the collection's on PS3, so I guess technically I have a way to play it if I would go get it. Okay. But. So one bit of trivia. If you hold down R1, R2, L1, and L2 at the title screen in Ratchet and Clank up your arsenal, a hidden demo of Sly 2 Band of Thieves will be unlocked. Successfully completing the demo will give you access to a cheat which replaces your wrench with a double-bladed laser sword. That's pretty cool. Yeah, because, huh. um, again, we mentioned this earlier, uh, Soccer Punch was part of the big three uh, platformers of uh, the PS2 era. Um, so that yeah, them, them, and Insomniac and, uh, and Naughty, Dog. Naughty Dog, and Naughty Dog made Ratchet and Clank. So, mm -hmm. yeah, there's a poster of Jack and Daxter in Ratchet and Clank Two, which is up your arsenal. Wait, Naughty Dog? I thought Insomniac made Ratchet and Clank. No, Insomniac. Insomniac, you're right because Naughty Dog did Naughty Dog Jack. Jack and Daxter. My bad. Yeah. yeah. Wait, we're gonna get so many tweets. Oh my oh, gosh, there you from go. all 10 of our followers. <laughs> Actually, I can't look. I'm on the computer. But anyway, I can. It's, yeah. It's like I'm I'm nearing 400 on my personal account. <laughs> so, I'm, yeah, I'm nowhere near that. Uh, Send some of those 400 over to CFG. <laughs> these are random people that follow me just because, like, yeah, we've yeah. got. We've got 80, no, that's number of tweets. We have 26 followers <laughs> on OGC. Um, yeah. Uh, what about CrossForge? Uh, CrossForge's Twitter? Or, yeah. I know on, on YouTube, there are we 27 have 27 followers. On All right. <laughs> you don't even, uh, on, there's a whole bunch of people following Twitter accounts that aren't active. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we don't do anything with them because we're terrible people. 
I think part of the reason why I have 390 followers is because I'm actually active on my Twitter. Like I, I yeah. tweet every couple of days. And I don't, I just don't tweet very much. It's, it's, it, I do it I'll instead reply. of using Facebook. Yeah, like I reply and stuff, but it's like, mm-hmm. I see you reply I, to Nick all the time. <laughs> I do. And I that's wanna... the main thing. I like, I reply to Nick because that's like the easiest thing because I'm like, oh, hey, it's not uh, buried under a million other things, too. Can you guys hear that? What? No. No, can't say that I do. I, the last, I was on Twitter quite a bit a couple of days ago because I was giving EA an earful about me being locked out of my origin account Mm. and Mm. them not being able to help me. And after I did that, someone from an account called EA Help sent me a message and was like, hey, follow EA Help so that I can DM you and we'll help you get this. Um, and it's been a slow process because, you know, like they'll send me a message and because I'm bad about checking Twitter, it'll be like a day later when I see it. But, um, it looks like I might actually be, they might actually be helping me. Um, wow. I should have, I should have said that in my, what have I been doing this week? So for those of you who don't know, and I posted this in the CFG community, someone from Russia got access to my origin account. And now I don't have access to it. And the only reason that I know it's someone from Russia is because my Xbox uh, gamer tag is tied to my origin account for games like uh, Battlefront and stuff like that. So I was able to access my origin account through the origin network website by logging into my Microsoft account. But all that let me do was see the account. It doesn't actually let me make any changes to it. And so I get logged in and, you know, a little message pops up. Welcome back. And then some Russian guy's name because it's not me anymore. Um, But the problem that I was having with their tech support was they kept like they asked me one of my security questions, which is in Russian now. So obviously I couldn't. That was I remember picture i'm like what (laughs) so clearly i couldn't read it much less answer it and then the guy was like well let me send you a a verification code to your email address and i'm like i don't think you understand (laughs) someone changed all of my information if you send a verification code to the email address attached to my account it won't be my email address so i went on a tirade on twitter um and actually, that's what I've gotten the most use out of Twitter for. Anytime I'm having a problem with a company, because I've had this with Olive Garden. Um, I remember the Olive Garden one. There was Colton Steakhouse, and, and now E, that was now E, now EA. So uh, if you can't get a company to uh, help you out, just get on Twitter and complain about them, and make sure you tag them because. That way, obviously, their motivation for suddenly caring and wanting to help you is now wins people. Uh, are bad searching. publicity. Yeah, and they don't want that. So, um, I'm I'm we've not. We've all seen it happen where somebody's tweet goes viral. Yes. And the company didn't do the right thing about it. Yeah, and I'm not advocating that you make stuff up to get free stuff. That's no, that's please. crummy. I yes. only do this when there's actually a problem, and I only do it when I try to get the problem fixed by not making a big scene and it not working. So, cause I want to give everyone 
the opportunity to make it right before I go smearing their name all over the internet. So exactly. Um, so that that's what Twitter's good for. Otherwise, it's just a cesspool of garbage, <laughs> like most of the rest of social media, <laughs> the internet in general. Yeah, which is why but, I want my living to be made on the internet. But for Twitter is reason. special when it comes to like the kind of filth it produces. Yeah, it's kind of like Tumblr light. Yeah, <laughs> really is. But Tumblr has well, no, never mind. I was like. Tumblr has funny things that I'm like, wait, no, so does it doesn't. But the funny things that are on Tumblr are people being awful. <laughs> I, I know. Well, not always. Sometimes yeah, a lot of true. it is, but sometimes it's just like when there's just that giant bunch of like my favorite's the thing with tea and English people and then American people oh, talking yeah. about tea. <laughs> Those are funny. It's like as your tea liquidize. How do you drink your tea? <laughs> <laughs> it comes from a tea bag. Who puts ice in tea? <laughs> All right, you know yeah, what, like England? That. Calm yourself because yeah. you've only had tea for like three centuries. You took it from China. They've had it for like fifteen. So right. yeah, but calm yourselves. So like China was England has a sense not to ice their tea. Like they still drink it like the Chinese do. Yeah, I like both. I don't care. You know, Anna fix what happened with the steak was. Um, they it wasn't the, at all. The, the actual problem is too long of a story to get into. But what they wound up trying to do was um, giving me us a gift certificate. They they refunded us our money and then they gave us a gift certificate to go back. But quite honestly, like like with Olive Garden, it was just I've been to Olive Garden, you know, dozens of times. I know that generally they do a good job. So them giving me a, a gift card or something is like, yeah, sure, I'll I'll go back and go to another location. But this. Colton's like the I'd only been this one time and the experience was so bad that I'm like I'm never going back there so the fact that they gave me a gift certificate I was like I mean I'm fine with that they corporate tried to make it right I'm never going to use this thing because I'm not going to go back to a Colton's but uh, yeah so that's that's all that happened corporate did eventually make the do what I think they could reasonably to fix the problem so um anyway is it time to guess the metacritic score sure so. at that time all right uh yes all right so oh joel you're hosting yes explain the rules I'm, okay so <laughs> yeah um we like to play a little game here on the show called guess the metacritic score where Woo! i since this is my, game, I picked sorry i'm slouching i just realized um shame on you since this is the game that I picked, I know the score, and these two guys have to try and guess it without going over. Price is right style. So yep. if they both go over, they both guess again. And uh, closest, so yeah, closest answer without going over wins. Um, but there is no prize other than acclamation. Um, <laughs> yep. Anyway, so. Um, uh, and, and since there's actually a benefit to going last, uh, I finally, the last time we played this, made the rule that in the order that we pick the game is how we're going to go. So, Nolan, since it's your game next, you're going to go first. Okay. Um, so I'm going to, because this was a great game, and I know it has been on many of like the like top like 10 PS2 game lists. Um, I'm going to go high with this one. I'm going to shoot for like 
88. Okay. Go with like 88. an 88. Hmm. Type situation. He's actually played the game. I haven't. That's the other part. I know. I'm so, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be that guy and guess. 89. You know, 89. Me. <laughs> One dollar. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, one dollar. So, okay. Yeah. Is that so, your guess, 89. Yeah, 89. That's my guess. Okay. Well, Patrick went over. It was 88. Oh! <laughs> On the money, win oh! I swear, oh. I didn't even. I didn't look that up. That was just like. Oh, there you go. Do I get extra points for something on the money? Oh my you get gosh. extra cool points. <laughs> oh. Uh, so, yes, there's oh. an advantage to going second unless the guy who went first gets it spot on. <laughs> I know. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, no matter what you were going to do, yep. Patrick, you were not going to win. I wasn't going to win. So. Unless you guessed 88 also, but that's not how we played this game. <laughs> that's no, yeah. not, I'm pretty sure in, that's against the rules and prizes right also. Yeah, you, know, you can guess, guess the exact same amount. Yeah. Oh. So. All right. Yeah, let's see. Um, this actually got a perfect 100 from official U.S. PlayStation magazine. Oh. So, so I'm saying, like, it's, it's, they're biased. It's, it's high up, yeah, yeah, <laughs> high up there, like on a lot of lists. Um, there are sixty-four reviews. Um, actually, let's see. Game Shark gave it a hundred. Computer Games Magazine, Cheat Code Central, Dark Station, Warcry. Oh, hold on, Game Shark used to rate games like the the I think game like genie like a... thing. No, this is not a real website anymore. Okay, okay. um, I don't know. It, did Game Shark used to? Play I have games? no idea. Um, it's GameShark.com. Is the link that it's or is it? I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, GameShark.com. <laughs> okay, but the link isn't working. Shark.com. Uh, sure no, it um temporarily down. Move permanently to a new address. Yeah, so we're getting DNS. Awesome. Huh. Um, Interesting. Yeah. I have no idea if this is like the Game Shark cheat thing or if this is just happens to have the same name. Right. Um, yeah, so those are all the high reviews, uh, hundreds. Lots in the 90s and 80s. Uh, yeah, it goes from... The lowest review is 60 by Edge Magazine. Overdependence on legwork over the bulk of each world robs this the game of its sparkle, making it feel more work ethic sweatshop than <laughs> work ethic sweatshop than well-paced sweet shop. Oh, I'm trying to go for play on words there. Okay. Anyway, somebody That's didn't like this game. Apparently, their not. opinion is wrong. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, yeah, that was guess the Metacritic score. Bum, bum, ba -da. Yeah. Copyright. Bod muted. Copyright strike. CBS. Um. All right. Uh, Nolan, you know? Do you know the game? Yep. Had I your do. Game. He knows the game. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was like down to three that I've been thinking about like Ooh. all week. Um, so Patrick, since your game is after his, I guess you go first. Uh, yes. 
Uh, oh, this is the part of the show where we play 20 questions. Oh. Find out what the game is for the next time we have an episode. And it's Nolan's turn, so he knows what the game is. Joel and I do not. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I will go first, and I will ask a weird question. Ah, oh, you're doing my thing. Was, like yeah, it. was... Well, I'm not going to go super... It. I'm not going to go super weird. <laughs> was this game released on a optical disc format, such as CD, DVD, Blu-ray? You know, oh, you know, hey... Thing? No, it was not. Ah, no. Interesting. Oh, that's mm. a good one. Hmm. Well, w- uh, is no. this? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. I, I, I need caffeine in my brain right now. Um. Uh, was this exclude? Uh, what am I trying to say? <laughs> was it only on one console? Or yeah, w- w- was this a platform exclusive? Like, like was it only on a Nintendo console? Yes. Okay. And you're saying yes to the question: Was it a platform exclusive? Not to the question: Was it only on a Nintendo console? Is that I'm correct? saying yes that it was a platform exclusive. It was a platform exclusive. Okay. Uh, was this game released before? Uh, January 1st, 1990. No. No. Was this released? Well, it was... It's probably a 90s game, though, because there weren't very many... Yeah, and unless it... Unless it was, like, a a digital-only release. That didn't happen... Not very often within our... The time frame that is our criteria. Yeah, so... I mean, I'm going to say it anyway. Was this released after January 1st, 2000? No. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we're definitely talking about a 90s game. Is this game... Ex- well, we already know it's exclusive to some platform. Was this game on a Nintendo platform? Yes. Okay. Okay. So 90s Nintendo, which is almost all of their consoles. Yep. Um, was this on the NES? No. Okay. Patrick? Um, what did you ask? I like spaced out there for a second. I asked, was, was it on the NES? Was it on the NES? No. Okay. Uh, is it on the SNES? No. Is this mm-hmm. on the N64? No. Um. Okay, it's not on the NES, it's not on the SNES, and it's not on the N64, but it came out in the 90s. So, I mean, we got to be looking at a portable. Um. But then, like, which portable? When did the GBA come out? It wasn't the 90s. It wasn't the 90s, okay. Well, just, was this on... I feel like I'm throwing a question away, but I want to be sure. What was it on a, a one of the Game Boy systems? Yes. Okay. But the color came out in like '99 or something. Yeah. Which is technically a different console. This is true. 
right? Because the uh, the Game Boy as popped. we've been over when uh, <laughs> red, blue, and yellow. <laughs> yes, because the Game Boy Pocket was just a redesign of the Game Boy Advance, one, so it's not. Yeah. Oh, the Game Boy. What? Sorry, I was thinking the, the Game Pocket. Boy Micro. Not yeah, the yeah, Micro. Yeah, not the Pocket. Pocket was just a redesign of the original Game Boy Fat. Game Boy Color. That, did you call it the Game Boy Fat? Yeah, I did. Okay. Which I realize is something that PlayStation people call the the what there's the PS3 Fat and all that and stuff. Slim, uh, yeah, I got that right here. That's yeah. slim. Gotcha. Yeah. Um. So that was nine. Yeah. Mm. Is this? A Mario game? Nope. Um. Oh, is it, is the game? Was it published by Nintendo? Uh, let me double check. I'm pretty sure. Let me double check that one. It was in fact published by Nintendo. Okay. I have an idea. He wasn't sure, so it could be like a Kirby well, game. Because sometimes it's like I'm positive it is, and then oh wait, no, it's not. It's something else. Yeah, but I mean, like if it was Hal or Rare, even put out a few Game Boy games. Uh, no questions from the audience, even. Yeah. Um, Anifix is like they just ignore me anyway. <laughs> I have not been ignoring. You. I was waiting for him to ask one. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, is this a Pokemon game? Is not. I almost did. Oh yeah, because that that would not have been developed by Nintendo, but it would have been published. Published. Um. Gosh, is it a Zelda game? Nope. Okay. We, we already did the only Zelda game, though. No, yeah, there's... Well, it's there's, technically, there's the Oracle game. Oracle game is their Game Boy Color. Yeah, but oh. that came out after 2000. You're they right. Did. Yeah. They came out right as the Advance came out, because I remember they had a special thing. They did have an Advance feature. If you played it on the Advance, that you could open up a special room. Okay, yep. yeah, you're right. Yep, yep, yep. Um... Is this a sci-fi game? Yes. I know what it is. Yeah, I figured it out. I'm like, sci-fi game. <laughs> well, I, I just wanted to be sure. Yeah. I have well, it zero. You know what, Patrick? It, so think it, about, Patrick, think about recent events in games. Oh! Yeah. That's funny, because I was actually thinking about doing this game <laughs> for mine. Uh, okay, is... is uh, um does the main character defy the laws of physics and mass by rolling into a ball? Yes. Okay. It's this Metroid 2. Yes. It is. Samus Returns. Or Sam yeah, Return yeah, of yeah, Sam yeah, Return yeah, of Samus. Return of Samus. Yes. Samus Returns is the, is the remake. The 3DS remake. Yeah. Which yeah, I've actually heard. down to this and like Pokemon Gen 2. Mm-hmm. 
and oh, grab yeah, by the ghoulies. I almost want to do that, but I'm like, that's gonna be <laughs> stupid easy. Like, be like, grab oh, it's the on the ghoulies. Xbox. Is it this? Yeah. Is it? <laughs> well, and, uh, um, because the Pokemon Gen Two has got a virtual console release date. Yeah, uh, for oh, for uh, for 3ds. I don't know. Was it's not out yet? Is it? No, it's so. it's coming. I think November because it's supposed to be about the same time as Ultra Sun as and Moon. Ultra Sun. Yeah, oh, and it's there. Um, and Virtual Console, of course, is that term is used very loosely to describe these games because if you know anything about Virtual Console, you know Nintendo doesn't like touching them. But for these games, they yeah. added Wi-Fi support and you know replaced the game link support with Wi-Fi support, and you cannot save your state. Yeah, in those games, um, and if you know anything about Pokemon, you'll understand why save states would be cheap. Probably break the game. Yeah, it would. Were. So, um, well, cool. I I've actually no, I've never played this, but I, I a few years ago I bought a, a big Game Boy carrying case that looks like a Game Boy with a handle. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I gutted the inside of it and turned it into a case for my 3DS. What I didn't know when I bought it, and actually I kind of wonder if the person who sold it to me even realized it, because when I opened it, there were a bunch of Game Boy games inside of it that I, was not in the ad <laughs> when I bid on it on eBay. And Sweet. this game was in there. So I've okay. never played it, but I have a copy, and I do have a working Game Boy Color somewhere around here. So um, yeah. hopefully, well, this I'll was this was not Game Boy Color though. But. Well, right, but it'll still work. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so it's uh, backwards compatible. Yeah, Game Boy yeah. was backwards compatible. So, so yeah, uh, cool. Um, when other than Game Boy, what is this available on? So. Uh, it did get a uh, th- Nintendo 3DS Virtual Console like back in 2011. Okay. Um, so you can get on there. Is it part of the Ambassador program? I or am so. I Mr. Okay. I think it was. Um, obviously, the remake came out last week, which is part of why I decided I ended up choosing this instead of uh, Gen 2. Mm-hmm. was because uh, Samus Returns came out last week. I and, have um, heard that other than like the very basics of the story and the map layout, it's a pretty big departure from the original Game Boy game. Cause like there was, I I was listening to Nintendo voice chat, which is IGN's Nintendo podcast. And one of the hosts was asking someone else on the show who had played it, how it compared to Metroid zero mission, which was a remake of the very first Metroid. And is that what zero mission is? Yeah. Yeah. It's oh. it's a remake of the first game with some extra map in it. There's like an extra section where Samus goes into zero suit Samus mode. Yeah, um, that part's not in the original game. And well, the the mechanics are taken from Fusion. Yeah, so there's wall like, jumping, you can, and stuff. you can aim diagonally, and there's mm-hmm. wall jumping and stuff like that. So anyway, somebody was asking how the Metroid 2 remake compared to the original Metroid 2, like Zero Mission to the first one. And the person who was being asked said that it's an even bigger departure. Because Zero Mission was pretty faithful to the original, minus what they added and the the how you control Samus being updated. It sounds like the remake of Metroid 2 is pretty 
significant. So, um, and that's not to say that if you have that game that you couldn't play it and still be able to follow along with us on the show. Um, but I'm just pointing it out because a lot of times we recommend playing remakes or something because that's what's available and they're usually pretty close to the original game. And that like might that, uh, the Kirby superstar on DS. Right. And just pointing out that that may not necessarily be the case with this one. I don't have it. I haven't played it. I don't really know, but yeah. Anyway, um, but you can't get uh, it on cool. Virtual Console for the three. Yeah, I have. I have Metroid Two. I bought it at the Retro Game Expo back in when, wherever that was, February or something. Mm. Um, yeah, but I still haven't played it because I'm bad at playing video games. <laughs> I have lots of them, and I have no time. Uh, it's the curse of being an adult. Suddenly, we you have about this earlier. We talked about this earlier. It was the same thing. You have you have expendable income, and but not expendable time. <laughs> uh, all right. I guess we should do some plugs and get on out of here. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, go ahead. No, I'm first. Okay, that's right. I am first. I always forget that I'm first. Um, all right. Well. You can find me on the internet at Baseman214, Baseman21491, or Icy White Falcon on uh, various uh, gaming um, things like Xbox, Steam, or um, Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest. Uh, technically, my YouTube. I've been thinking about trying to get back into that considering how much fun I had streaming the other day, so I might get back into maybe just recording stuff. We'll mm -hmm. see. But, uh, yeah, so there you go. Let me know. Cool. Awesome. Well, anywhere you can find me on the internet, you can find me under Obi Watt Kenobi. We Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and the like. I, I've also been trying to think about trying to think about? That's not what I meant to say. Thinking about trying to revive my streaming channel or YouTube or something. So I don't know. I'm tired. <laughs> I had a crazy long day. You need to go back and listen to the beginning. We, yeah. we, need, we need to find that guy that took your username on Uplay and ask him onto the show. Right. <laughs> <laughs> And then just spend an hour and a half grilling him about stealing. Has a why he's a terrible person. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Russian why, hacker, probably. Why do you hate, why do you hate babies? <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> um, you can find me. Yeah, you can <laughs> find me on Facebook.com/slash HugeCowPatty on Twitter at Patrick Proper. Um, you can find me right here on the Crossforge Gaming YouTube channel, also at CrossforgeGaming.com, which will take you to our main Facebook page, or you can find us at Facebook.com slash groups slash Crossforge Gaming. Uh, I'm working on a calendar of things for Crossforge Gaming. That'll be on the main page, and if, if Facebook works the way that I think it does, you should probably also be able to find that just linked in the community group. So that way you'll know when all of our tournaments are, when all of our community game nights are, which we're starting community game nights next month. I'm really excited about that. That was something that I really enjoyed doing while I was 
uh, on the volunteer staff at Geeks Under Grace. Um, so we're reviving that. Uh, you can find me on Mixer, on Twitch. I'm starting, I'm trying to start getting, that wasn't a sentence. I'm trying to start being more active in all of those places as well. So, yep, that's uh, my, my life online, though, is mostly CrossForge Gaming. So that's where you'll find me. You can find Original Gamers Podcast on Twitter at OfficialOGCast. Um, and uh, the audio feed for this at ogcast.podbean.com. Uh, and I believe I've mentioned before that that will eventually be making a permanent move to Patreon. It will not be behind a paywall. They just, Patreon has a podcasting hosting service that we're going to start trying to utilize. And, and uh, Podbean will just be one less place for you to find us and kind of consolidating everything. It just makes everything easier. Uh, all right. Before we go, I believe we have some music to talk about. Yes. Well, cause I didn't play this game and I don't have time to listen to music. I just picked the first two tracks from <laughs> the OST, which work pretty well for an intro and an outro. So the, the, if you are listening to the audio version of this podcast, uh, you would have heard the museum at the beginning and you're about to listen to the museum chase here to play us out. Those are pretty good. I like mm-hmm. those. I will find out if they're good when I look them up on YouTube and put them in the audio feed. Yeah, the links are in the doc, so. <laughs> Yay. All right, that's going to do us for us here on Original Gamers Podcast. Thanks for joining us, and we will see you on the next episode. Have a good one. Bye, everybody. Be good, humans.